those of you who, who don't know, know me, I'll, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself, just a brief biography. Um, I was uh, raised in, in Anchorage and uh, wasn't born in, in Alaska, almost raised in, uh, born and raised, but my, my family was outside for a brief period of time and I spent my first birthday here. So anyway, I've been here most of my, most of my life. Um, my, um, one of the big influences in, in my work is my uh, maternal uh, connection to my family from, from Kodiak. Uh, my mother was here, um, Carolyn Lyons. Um, she uh, was born in um, Karluk, a village in, in Kodiak. My ancestors and, and family were from Kodiak, are from Kodiak and are Aluchik and, and some mixture of, of Estonian. My great-grandfather was um, Estonian and slash Russian because there's you know, a lot of um, uh, carryover from, from uh, uh, different invasions, occupations, but Ru Russian at that time was um, occupying Alaska. So um, my great-grandmother uh, spoke Aluchik, which is the language of the Aluchik people and um, also uh, spoke uh, Russian, uh, but not, not English, you know, very little English. So, and that was just, you know, a couple generations ago. So we're, we're still sort of dealing with, with um, all of the ramifications of, of um, colonization, of, of two waves of, um, of uh, colonization, Russian and um, uh, US. So, you know, my, my work, uh, I've been painting for a long time. Uh, I've got a, what, 20, 21 years of, of painting. My um, undergraduate college experiences in, in, in uh, biology, I have a degree, degree in biology. And um, I found that while I was studying uh, chemistry and, uh, and uh, all the different, you know, uh, math that I, you know, I was really interested in the visual part, part of, of, of um, the natural world. Uh, so, you know, once I um, finished my um, studies in, in science, you know, o over time I, I went back to, to school and studied uh, painting and drawing in, in Chile. I moved to Chile. People ask me, well, you know, why were you in Chile? Um, I, met someone in college, we moved to, to, to Chile and, and uh, lived there for, for uh, uh, almost uh, 15, 16 years. So I was there you know, long enough to um, really just total immersion in the culture and I spoke Spanish fluently. I kind of still do, but I'm, I'm out of practice, but to the point where I um, really identify with the Chilean culture, uh, came back to the US with an accent, a Chilean accent, and how I had a hard time thinking of the words in English. So there was a, a cultural immersion and you know, time where I, I think it really sort of made me you know, try to question like, like who are we you know, and, and what culture do we identify and, and um, what it means you know, to be from a particular place and you know, have those um, blood uh, roots you know, the, the, of your ancestors versus the rest of the world, um, and I, I say that because you know my focus on on my icon painting 
are not to uh, assert a particular culture, um, but it is to, to bring um, these cultures together, but elevate those that have been repressed and suppressed over, over time. So, you know, if you look at the um, icon paintings, you can see that the, the well-known, you know, Christian um, symbolism of, of, of the halo and, and uh, you know, over, over history, the, the, the halo, the idea of, of an aura is um, way back <laughs> before Christianity. Um, and Christianity did ad adopt, um, as, as, all, as we all do, and, and as all religions and, and um, uh, cultural movements of the culture before us, and we, we take those on. So why not take the, the indigenous Alaskan culture and bring it along and elevate it to, to, to be equals with, with Western uh, beliefs? And that was the, you know, the primary motivation of the first um, icon paintings that I created. And over time, you know, they, they've taken on also different meanings. You know, they become uh, sort of focuses on uh, sort of a meditative uh, thing. An icon is different than a portrait. Uh, they're not necessarily little people. They are uh, derived from my experiences and people that I've met. But they're, they're meant to be very static. Um, they are symbols. They're a place to stop and think and meditate. Um, I found this out very quickly when I was painting um, these. I painted portraits before. Then I usually go into you know a very realistic uh, imagery of, of the, let's say the, the eyes. You know how they kind of sparkle and you can get the, like reflection lights in the eyes. But as soon as I did that, it changed the entire uh, feeling of of, of the of the icon. They became people. And um, so I had to, you know, get their eyes back to just, just um, these little orbs, and they became symbols. And that's something that the painting taught me, that this is not a portrait of people, this is a symbol. Uh, so uh, just as, you know, biography, I, um, in 2020, uh, received uh, two you know, important grants. Uh, one is from the Joan Mitchell Foundation of the Painters and Sculptors uh, uh, grant, and the Rasmussen, our, our Alaskan Rasmussen Foundation Fellowship. This was in 2020, it was a great gift. We're going into the pandemic. And um, my focus was to be more time uh, in some of the the villages and, and parts of Alaska that I had visited before, spend more time with uh, young people. I really wanted to look at the youth culture of rural Alaska uh, Native peoples. I had spent a, a lot of time in uh, the Bering Sea School District. I worked uh, with the Alaska State Council and Arts uh, Artists and Schools program, which is wonderful. They send artists out to really remote areas that most of us never have a chance to see. So uh, let's see, I've been in uh, places like Shaktulik, Shishmaref, uh, Wales, which is uh, a little little village on the point of the Seward Peninsula where you can actually look across the water and see little Diomede and big Diomede to see Russia. And 
with these grants, my focus was on looking at um, less of the traditional uh, native um, symbolism, but more of the, the, the 21st century youth culture. So you'll see some of this um, in some of the, the paintings. Uh, you can see here, I would say like this one here with the, the camouflage. This, this uh, young lady was uh, based on someone I met in Shaktulik. Uh, and uh, she has more of a uh, direct you know, portrait feeling to her. Some of them are more stylized, they're, they're mixtures of people that I've, I've met before, but not a specific person that I've, that I've met. Okay, uh, and she, she really was wearing pink camouflage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, um, one of the things that really struck me in, in my time in some of these villages is just this amazing uh, energy that the, the youth, um, in Yupiak and in Yupik and Alchitsukpiak, they had a lot of energy. Um, I love their style. They have this this mixture of, of um, outdoor wear and bright colors. Um, you know, just just really 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 strong um, energy, and I, I really wanted to, to capture that. The pandemic stopped that travel that was planned, but. You know, by the end, I think in fall, we have a, a trip planned to um, visit a village called Nick Suit, which is on the North Slope. And I will, you know, spend some time uh, creating a new body of work you know, with, with that in mind. So that's kind of my biography. Um, so it was Alaska, Chile, back to Alaska. Uh, I've been in Anchorage for a long time. This is my, my husband over here. He was a painter. He's um, from the UK, and um, he always tells me. Yeah, we're usually covered in paint. We both are painters, and we talk about paint and we talk about painting, and that's our world. And you know, we were just saying that the pandemic, um, our lifestyle did not change because we are, are used to living uh, and working um, uh, alone and with our own thoughts. It wasn't a problem. And we weren't really dependent on, um, you know, a, a job or, or a paycheck. You know, we're we're always sort of having to make things happen all the time. That's okay. We trust we trust ourselves. But um, Graham always tells me when you start a talk, you should open it with a joke. And I, I don't tell jokes, so I'm going to allow him. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hoist on my own guitar. Oh, okay, well, the one object, there are a lot of good objects, but the one I like, and a couple of you heard it already, is the, it's the one about the uh, little girl who's always drawing and never pays attention. And one of the reasons I like this joke is that, that when she was younger, was the girl that didn't pay attention, was always drawing in class. And the, t uh, the teacher walks up to the little girl and he says, uh, what are you drawing? And the little girl says, well, I'm, I'm drawing God. And the teacher says, but nobody knows what God looked like. Well, they will in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I, love that so much. You know, and, and I have others, but one is plenty. <laughs> He's got some other, you know, off-color jokes. You can ask him later. But um, I, I just like the idea that this is a we're all a culture that is evolving. We're, we're com 
combining and, and using each other's, you know, there's so much history involved. Um, and that as, as artists, hopefully we can show the way to, um, some, at least as a painter, visual culture that um, speaks to, to a, sort of a more universal sense of, of um, what we consider uh, divine or holy or, or, or important. And um, when I talk about elevating uh, Alaska Native culture as equals to Western, um, that culture uh, encompasses the idea that uh, all things are, are sacred. Uh, anything that is uh, alive um, or animate, inanimate, um, the allergic people and many Alaska Native people and American Native cultures believe that everything contains a little bit of divine energy and it's all connected. And I, I, I personally believe that. So not only am I elevating the culture of my ancestors, but I'm also sort of showing you what, what I feel about, about the world. And that will be seen, hopefully, you'll see that in my landscape paintings, um, in the seal icons. There's a little bit of that. Everything is connected. There's a, a universal light to everything. And um, I, I, I hope that is something that you'll feel, you know, or, or express, you know, or feel with my, my work. Uh, I think that's okay. basically it. Do you, okay. Am I missing something? Can I say a few something? Mm -hmm. the, um, one of the things I think that the icons are so successful is that it is a very strong marriage of Western and non-Western because um, the Panart collection of Alutic marks that you mentioned earlier, um, you'll see elements within the halos that were on some of these original Alutic masks. And so I think it's a very curious, and as I said, I think it's a very successful marriage of, of two different artistic traditions together. And if you want to know more about icons, I could talk the hind leg of a back donkey, but you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, there, there's a very strong tradition, especially in Orthodox uh, Christian. And, you know, I, I just find the similarities with uh, some of the sort of radial, you know, um, masks. You, you see a lot of Alaska Native masks have this central figure. And to me, that is, that is showing the uh, uh, energy and essence of, of, of the, the being that's at the center. And even in, in just very abstract terms, you, know, you often see a circle with a point in the middle. And that is also showing that um, sort of central being and the aura around it. Um, you know, some of these are, I, I would say now they're, they're more my creations. You know, before I um, was inspired by some you know, very specific masks, but I've, sort of um, borrowed and, and created my own, um, you know, set of symbols, and, and why not? You know, I'm, I'm an artist, right? I, I can do that. I can create my own imagery, and just as the artist did before me. Um, so people often ask, what does that mean? You know, where did that come from? It came, it came from me, you know. But I was inspired by the people that came before me. So you'll see, you know, these are seals, the essence of, of the seal. Um, maybe, yeah, mo most of these patterns, by the way, were uh, patterns that I 
created in, uh, with uh, computer software and, and, in, and in, in cut out as, as, a, as a stencil. So there's stencils that, um, you know, ended up, and they're more of, you know, Western contemporary um, imagery, which I, I really like to sort of marry those two. And, um, I mean, the seal says it all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, one more thing about this, um, and I think I mentioned in my statement, is that during the, the pandemic, you know, one of the themes or things that I really was thinking about was um, of, of care, of, of embrace, of, of sanctuary, of refuge. You know, because there was so many cases of, of the most vulnerable of us being uh, in, in harm's way. So, you know, some of the, my paintings are titled Sanctuary. And I was thinking of a sanctuary, uh, a physical sanctuary and also a mental sanctuary. You know, a place of, of, of solace, of, of respite. And, you know, hopefully you'll see that that is a, also a, a, a theme uh, through, through all of these paintings. was through the Alaska State Counseling Arts um, Artists and Schools Program, where they still, they'll send an artist, a working artist, um, out to a rural area, and you uh, develop a, a project, and you get to know the village. Um, a lot of you may know that you just can't go in and parachute in, into the village. There's nowhere to stay, they don't know who you are. Um, this is a, a wonderful way for me to get to know um, these really remote places. And um, with art, you know, that's, that's like the, the best passport you have. You show up with art, um, you, you get everyone engaged. Uh, you know, my, my policy was to um, arrive with um, very few preconceptions. So I didn't show up with a design. I didn't do, I would do some research so I understand where I'm going, but I didn't have, let's say, oh, we're gonna do this, you know. So I would show up, um, get to know, the, the kids get to know the, the, um, the elders. I mean, we'd have you know group meetings, and then the kids usually would, would like take me out and show me things. You know, like this is this is where my grandmother was born, or this is where we did this or that. And then after time, I would get a feeling of what was important to them. You know, an, an example would be um, in in Wales. Uh, there was a um, a a project to. Um, uh, sort of um, renovate and, and modernize the, the housing. So a lot of the older structures were gonna be taken down and they would put in some really nice, you know, um, uh, prefabricated um, homes. But all these, these older buildings that were just patchworks of wood and, and you know, just a, a beautiful patchwork of, of these, you know, um, dwellings, they had a lot of history and the kids would tell me, that, again, this is this building here, this is where my grandmother was born, my great-grandmother. And um, we took photographs, and I told them, we talked about how you know, special they were, and how amazing, and 
So the whole project was about these structures that would, were going to disappear after I left. And so we have um, a permanent mural in their school of the, the old village, and they also did their own um, uh, drawings and paintings. So it's an example of not showing up and saying, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna paint animals, or we're going to do this or that, but just finding out what was the issue, what was the thing you know, that was um, important to them at, at, at that time. It's a, a real privilege you know, to, to be able to, to be there. Any other questions? Can I ask one? Sure. sure. How, how do you choose your couplings? Is it is it regional that you you know say this bird would be with this person? Or is it personal? Or especially with the seals? So it's animal and animal? Or yeah. yeah. Well, as far as like process, that's that's a part thing. Uh, a lot of my work is is uh, it's not planned. Um, I mean, it looks really planned and figurative, but um, a lot of it happens on the canvas. So I, I may start out with a color. In fact, all these um, panels here were just color. So the color that's showing through the, through the halos is, is, was the original color, orange, like yellow, yellow green. And then, then I move on to that, to, to the actual, just the face of, of the person. And, and in each, Step, there is something that is uh, needed or required. So the, the painting itself is sort of helping you along. And the animal also comes later. You know, and I have had one animal and it was changed to another animal because it just wasn't the animal for that painting. So it, it is an ongoing process. It's, 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 it's sort of um, troubleshooting you know, with, with composition and color. But it's also um, sort of finding the right balance of, of the objects in the painting. And will you speak a little bit about how you, you know, you said you started with these color panels and, and you have just these beautiful, soft, but like so luminous colors and, and the edges are so soft. It seems like such an ethereal space. How, how do you find that? And how do you find that balance of choosing complementary colors, and how do you get that light to be so everywhere in your paintings? Well, the, the fact that, that, that there is a underpainting, that there's a universal color, it makes a big difference because that color shows through different layers. So that, that unifies the whole painting, whether um, you plan to or not. You know, if, if, if you have a green underpainting, um, that green will show through and will unify. But I, I, I do work with uh, warm and cool, uh, complementary colors, you know, oranges. I, I, I guess a good example, you know, if you see some of the orange um, paintings, like this one over here, especially, you know, I'll talk specifically about this one here. This is a, a young lady that I met in um, Shishmaref, and her name was Angel. The painting's title Angel, so it, it does refer to a real person. Um, and speaking about colors, there's a blue and uh, orange uh, combination there, and I'm working with that um, sort of balance. Um, I'm 
I'm also working with the neutrals, so I, even though the colors are bright, I'm really interested in, in muting the colors. So this bright orange, which you can see in our halo, was rays down here. So it's not all bright colors. It, you, you've got to, you know, uh, uh, neutralize those bright colors so that a few of the, just a few little touches here and there will, will bring out that bright color. It's really a, a, an interesting give and take, you know, with painting that, um, you know, I could spend a lifetime trying to figure it out, but um, I really enjoy working with. This was a young lady um, who was uh, really into uh, origami and uh, kind of got on her own path. Her name's Angel. And she um, had a stick. She spent all day out, out in the village just like looking for coins. And she, at the end of the day, would come back with an origami little um, piggy bank box that she made. It was full of coins that she found. You know, it's like, you're an entrepreneur right there. <laughs> and I told her that. I said, you, you, you could be, you know, a, a banker or, or you know, you've got a, a big future. And that's the way I, I, I see them. And I, and I hope these portraits sort of give that, you know, full picture and energy of who they are. And she made a lot of origami birds, and, and that's, you know, the art turn, which is a... Uh, you know, some of them have very specific references, you know, to experiences, but some of them are more, you know, symbolic and, and uh, uh, you know, combined, you know, from different experiences. And this one here, too, was also, a, it was a girl that had that hat. And uh, she was on her final page of stock and looked at me. Okay, good, good. Okay, um, I, I have painted one um, icon of a man, and this was from someone who had spent a lot of time in the North Slope and uh, had witnessed a lot of uh, whaling. And it, it related to experiences that I had had um, in, uh, let's see, it was, it was uh, Gamble. It was in Gamble with the whaling season. I was there. They had harvested a whale. All the village went down to the um, to the, the beach. It was amazing. We're all like holding hands and, and celebrating. But um, there was one um, boy who was in a classroom. Who just he did he didn't seem to fit in. He, he was he was um, um, very quiet and and and, and uh, introverted. It. But when, when I saw it, he was he was the whale captain's son, and when he came off his boat with this whale and the whole village there, I, I swear he had a like a, mm -hmm. an aura around him. <laughs> so I was happy to, to do that painting for this particular person, mm -hmm. and it was a, a an icon with the, the muktuk and and with his um, his hunting gear. Uh, I've chosen to. Stick with fem with women. I think we need a little little help, <laughs> a little energy. That's where I'm going to put my, you know, not that 
you know, the, the young boys don't need all of our love and care, but, but that's, that's, my, that's been my focus lately. Mm -hmm. She did and a portrait of me, but it wasn't an icon. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it was more of just a composition. This is a different one. I, I didn't have really the, the array of, um, of, of, you know, the typical mask. And it was more, the title of this one is Sundog. And I totally, you know, planned to, to, to do the, you know, um, uh, mask-like array around her head, but, but the sun around her just seemed to be perfect and I didn't want to touch it. She just had, seemed to have the sun around her and I was like, well, I'm not going to touch that. And then, you know, we know um, about sun dogs, right? The sun sometimes can have this, these refractile uh, arrays around them and I, artistic license have more of these globes but um, you know that is her aura, and the the little um, silver fox has his own little. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah.